You are listening to the Doc Doc Goose podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Doc Doc Goose podcast. We are the podcast that is never politically correct and always HIPAA compliant. And this is episode 13, which is, if you're paying attention at home, an odd episode, which means it's time for health articles. My name is Sean Palmer. I'm one of your docs. Here's Ben Ives. He's another doc. I am still a physician and still happy to be here, even though we're odd. And Matt Imes, our goose. I make us odd. <laughs> quack, quack. And I'm saying that because if I wasn't here, there'd just be two ducks. But now there's three of us. <laughs> what happened to your voice odd. at the beginning? It's like you're eight. <clears throat> Sorry. I am odd. Seriously. I don't know. Hey, we're going to uh, start off with our disclaimer now. It's very important to have a disclaimer, because if not, some of us can get fired. So, first of all, by listening to this podcast, we are not establishing a patient-physician relationship with you. We are not establishing a PT-physician-patient-duck relationship with you. We are not establishing a architect relationship with you. Why did the duck relationship go into PT? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we're not establishing a goose person relationship with you. There's no relationship here except for the one of educator and learner. And really, aren't we all lifelong learners? So um, if you have medical uh, needs, please seek out your own healthcare personnel who is nearby who can help you out with that. Uh, also, the views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of our employers. So if I say something completely ridiculous, that may or may not be reflective of Steward Health as a whole, but they do not endorse my comments. True. Now, if they would like to endorse those comments, you can reach us at info at ddgpodcast.com. Podcast. 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 <laughs> we are run by dwarves from Middle Earth. Podcast. They talk with a Scottish accent and have very deep voices. Okie dokie. We got super nerdy on you there. Sorry, folks. (laughs) We want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. This is actually a company that uh, I have worn their product for a couple of years. And I was so excited when they reached. (laughs) Wait, Victoria's Secret is finally sponsoring us? (laughs) It's great. (laughs) No, it's Gap Baby. (laughs) Gap Baby. That's where you get your shirts from. We know that. There are many companies out there that sell silicone wedding rings. If you're a mechanic, if you just work out, so you're grabbing dumbbells that have rough surfaces on them, you're a bartender and you're holding the kegs, you, you can rough up your wedding ring, right? And nobody wants to do that. So several companies came up with a solution to making silicone wedding rings. There are many of them out there, but this one is by far my favorite. The company is called Groove Life. They're called Groove Life because they have a series of grooves on the inside of the ring that helps moisture get out and air in. So your finger doesn't look like you've been in the bath for a year every time you take your ring off. I've been wearing them for a few years. It is incredibly comfortable. 
Ben, I think you just got a Groove Life ring this week. Oh, man, I did. And uh, this is amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, it feels like you're not even wearing anything on your finger. And uh, <laughs> I feel comfortable. Like, specifying that. <laughs> you're welcome. Putting, it doesn't make all of your clothes on lighter. A groove ring will not make you feel like you're not wearing clothes. Let's yes, just, just to clarify. clarify no. <laughs> Uh, groove life. Uh, no. And so like when I go work out, uh, I don't have to take this off. Like I feel comfortable that it's not going to hurt me while I'm lifting weights. And so, uh, I love it. I'd said before my, my wife is a nurse. So wearing her wedding ring to work isn't always the, the best thing to do it with taking gloves on and off, uh, for physicians to work in hospitals. Uh, same thing. Sometimes you just don't want to, to have the, you know, your wedding ring with a big diamond sitting there. So sometimes you need an alternate ring in its place. Sometimes you're going from work straight to a workout. So why not have a ring that can do both easily? Groove Life makes fantastic rings for both men and women. So you should go check it out. And I'm currently ma- wearing the one that's made for men, and I like it. <laughs> we were. I knew that joke was coming, so I was just going to try and stop it before it hit. We are soon going to have Matt wear the one made for women, and we will see what he thinks as well. I'm going to wear five women rings. One on my thumb. Groove Life is now making it easy for you to try out their product as well. You can go to GrooveLife.com and use coupon code DDG20. That's DDG, which stands for Goose 20 The 20 stands for the 20% off that you're going to get. Exactly. 20% off. What a great deal. So D D G T W E N T Y. No, the number twenty. Oh, this is this is oh. the good news is most of our listeners are smarter than you. We can't take you anywhere. <laughs> D D G, the number two zero, uh, for twenty percent off. What a ridiculous deal for a great product. Go check them out. That's GrooveLife.com. On this episode. It is an odd-numbered episode, which means it is time for our health articles. My first article is not an article. It's a question. Shocker. Yep. <laughs> shocker, shocker. Um, so I want to know what both your thoughts are in regards to massage chairs, whether or not they're beneficial in um, rehabilitation, as well as um, just um, making making someone feel better, or if <laughs> Ben disappeared, um, or if there are implications, they can um, they can cause uh, more pain or health issues. So don't on the don't, rehabilitation side, zero. They don't help? No. Why do you say that? What do you mean by rehabilitation? Define it. No, just say, like, say I injure my back. You never prescribe somebody, hey, you could buy a massage chair. And no. Nope. Why that not? That would be brilliant. That would, that would save me a lot of work. Yeah, why not? I guess. Are they direct competition? Because they're... <laughs> Are they... They're going to take away your job? You're scared <laughs> of AI? 
For those of you looking to go into a profession, if your profession is directly in um, competition with a chair, do something else. Don't do that thing. Give up. Give up. The chair's got that monopoly. I mean, uh, apparently my doctorate is the same as, as being a massage chair right now. That's what we're kind of kind of put it up against. Um, no, no, I'm just saying, are there benefits to using massage chairs? Right. That's what I'm just saying. On, on, on a rehabilitation side, I'd, I'd say probably not. For, for general feel good and whatever, yeah, absolutely. Do you, so Sean, have you ever recommended somebody get a massage um, or regular yes. massages? And yes. so what's the difference with that versus a massage chair? Um, so as long as you're not talking about actual treatment of just, just being, whether it's a massage, you know, a place like Massage Envy or versus a chair, um, sure. They're semi-synonymous, I guess. And you're not um, naked in front of a stranger, so I guess that's a good thing. Please don't do that. Um, Are you supposed dark, to be naked when you when you go on a massage chair? No. Being naked that, in the middle of a mall? the actual massage. Um, well, if you own the massage chair, yes, you can be naked. If it's one sitting in the middle of a mall, no, you're not supposed to be naked on those. You can get in big, big trouble. I wish we had talked about that a week ago. <laughs> yeah, on massage chair. You, the, you might the end up on the and don'ts of the, yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt, are you looking at getting a massage chair? I am looking at it. Oh. That's why I asked. There are some, like, really expensive massage chairs out there, you guys. Have you, I saw have you looked at these? Cost, yeah. some, some cost as much as, like, cars. Car. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I found one for like $10,000. $9,000. Yeah. yeah, 9 or 10 So I'm not looking at those ones. Does it give you a happy ending, too? Oh, hey. <laughs> this is a kid's podcast. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. No. Children don't listen. Um, yeah, so I'm not looking at a nine or $10,000 chair. That's out of my budget. Um, geese don't make that much money. So The docs on this podcast don't make much money off it either. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no we're all losing money here. Actually, you're making more than we are because we're actually paying money into it. We're losing money. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So far, you're the only one coming out ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are looking at a massage there. You know, I think a lot of it depends on what the uh, pain is going to be from. Um, you know, having your muscles needed undergoing a massage, I think can be very therapeutically relaxing and can be a, a nice thing. Um, especially if it's, you know, like an overuse sort of thing, you just went and worked out, it can be really nice. Uh, but like Sean was saying, as far as you have pathology, so some sort of disease state causing your muscles, causing your back to be in pain, uh, um, a massage chair is not going to be the best option for that and really isn't going to be able to treat the underlying cause. What if, my, what if I buy a massage chair that talks to me? You will have company while you undergo your massage. And, and says, oh, oh, your right lower back is really tight, sir. Let me turn up the volume. <laughs> that, that sounds like a $10,000 chair. Um, uh, yeah. But again, still, even if it's able to diagnose tight muscles, like unless it's able to 
talk to you and figure out what what other symptoms you have going on, it's not going to be able to accurately diagnose and I think also treat at that point. Yeah, I talk patients through this once in a while when I, I see that someone's getting in the habit of regularly telling me about some new thing. They're like, oh, yeah, and this morning I kind of woke up with this pain. Can you, can't, can't you look at that? Well, there's a difference between injury and just pain. Sometimes it, we're getting older. Our bodies fall apart. Like you're going to have pain day to day. You know, if it's just for pain, yeah, massage chair, go for it. I love it. Don't see me about that. Um, if it's actual an injury, no, don't don't go to massage chair and stuff like that. Um, that's one reason, like, we have our cryotherapy chamber in our company. Like, people come into that looking to treat their injuries, and then we get to have a conversation with them. Be like, oh, so why are you here? Oh, you know what? I was I was doing whatever. I felt a pop in my back, and I have numbness down a leg. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should talk to somebody else in, in the clinic, like one of the people actually has a degree that treat this stuff. Right. I, yeah, I think that's a great point, Sean, that the pain does not necessarily equal injury. And so using it to treat pain can be fine, but it's not necessarily going to treat any underlying injury. Have either of you had patients that have come in and got injured from massage chairs? <laughs> not that I can think of. So far, no, but I'm, I'm always hoping. <laughs> I'm always hoping Good. that that will happen. I'm sold then. Okay. I'm looking. I'm, I'm sure if I did have a case that someone did that, I, it would stick in my mind forever. So, no, nothing's coming to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. That's all we got then. All right. That was a, a great health article. Yeah. Um, hey, when, when are you looking to get this chair? Soon. Soon. I'll be there. Let me know. <laughs> You'll be there. <laughs> what? To help unwrap it? No, tell me when that's unwrapped. I'll be there oh, after. The, oh, to try it out. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> Come on. We're not doing any there, work for this. There's going to be some ground rules. You yeah. have to wear like full head-to-toe clothing. <laughs> like I a burka? Want, yeah, socks and everything. I don't want any <laughs> athletes but hanging around in there. That's not great. saying no. that you have athletes, but I'm just saying. No nudity on the chair. Yeah, Got no it. nudity. On the chair. No bare skin touching the chair. Okay. Done. I love how you make us a sounding board for your decisions of a, exactly. <laughs> a massage this, chair. This is when I get free medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Rimes, are you ready to grace us with your article? Indeed. This is going to be awesome. Uh, so my article is... Tourist infected by brain-invading parasite after eating slug on a dare in Hawaii. Uh, which, I'm not sure what that means exactly, but um, this is kind of kind of scary. Uh, I think mostly scary because it... it here's the deal. People aren't smart. Um, somebody was dared to eat a slug that they found uh, in Hawaii... Then they uh, somehow managed to get a parasite that had already infected the slug, climbed up into their brain, and um, uh, that's that's not good. Mm. So uh, the CDC was saying that uh, before, let's see, bringing the official count to yeah yeah, that seventeen confirmed cases in twenty seventeen. Uh, prior wow. to that, there were only two documented cases 
in two decades. Wow. In 2018, um, there were 10 confirmed cases. Are these all from eating a slug? That is my understanding. This is an easy fix. Wait, is it? Stop eating slugs in Hawaii. You know, and that's... Stop that's eating slugs anywhere. <laughs> not, not just Hawaii. Right? I feel like uh, eating that's, that's slugs a, is a bad idea. That's the conclusion this article came to. The very last sentence uh, ends with, avoid eating raw slugs. I just think that's that's an easy one to um, to just just hold to. I mean... Like in your airports, post a sign when people get off the the, the the plane. That's the first thing they see. Do not eat raw slugs here in Hawaii. They're infected. It'll eat your brain. I, I feel like that shouldn't have to be said. Agreed. It's, it's like, but it, now it does. It's like, don't. <laughs> this is this is why we can't have nice things. Kind of like uh, McDonald's having to add the like caution very hot to all their. Um, coffee drinks, right? It's like or 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 please don't eat the box the Happy Meal comes in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, jeez. Oh, I I say don't don't put up signs. Don't warn anyone. This is common sense. If you eat a slug, you have to pay for what you did. So, did, right? Did they all die? Uh, no, I don't know that they all died. Um, they get a, a rare form of meningitis, um, or they can, um, but I don't actually have a report on who died and who lived. They just will say who got in, that there are people that got infected. It, in kind of similar news, like some of the water parks, sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll rarely see like man dies from amoeba or brain eating amoeba from water park. Right. Or something like that. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you know the answer to this. When they say that, like, how much the brain was eaten? Like, at what point did that become an issue? Usually enough to kill them. Um, how, how do you get that? By swallowing park water? So usually, yeah, it's it's the water is going to go up through the nose, oh. and the nose is so close to um, – uh, the sinuses, there's, there can be little uh, openings between the sinuses and the, um, the brain. So, Moral of the story. Moral of the story, don't eat slugs that you find on the ground. Uh, and realistically, probably just don't eat slugs. Even banana slugs? If, if slug is in the name of the animal, just don't eat it. Why would they name a slug after a food if they don't want you to eat it after a food banana slug but ba- banana's I, a food right i mean I, I got that part right matt you tracking with me i i'm sure <laughs> sure what's a banana slug i've never had this google it I'm, don't I'm eat them yeah again don't eat it i haven't eaten it either but i know it exists <clears throat> I watch Animal yeah, Planet. But, yeah, apparently. Well, so here would be my guess. So I just googled banana slug. It looks like a banana. So yep, that's that's probably the reason they named it banana well, slug. <laughs> Thank you. 
But if they didn't want you to eat it, why not just name it eh, Yellow Slug? Long Yellow Slug. So question, which came first? The banana or the slug? That's a really good question. You know, My guess would be banana. Because if they're naming the slug after the banana, banana slug, the banana Guys, has to come first, right? You can buy a banana slug rubber mask for $27. <laughs> so this brings me to my next question. What, <laughs> what comes yes. first, the chicken or the egg? I think that's going to be left to a smarter podcast. Nope, this podcast. So, based on my... You've got an answer. Yes, I have an answer. So, is rhetorical Normally when you ask questions, you don't have answers. Oh, okay. So, because based on my previous comment, on Banana Slug, which came first, it's named Banana Slug, so obviously Banana came first, because that's the only way they could have named it a Banana Slug. So, if you have a chicken egg, the chicken had to come first, otherwise it's just... An egg. And who knows what's inside it. Exactly. So. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our next article. Sean, you got one? No. Okay. No. That's all we have today, folks. <laughs> um, yes, I have an article. Let's go start with a question. <laughs> what are common responses to pain? Ow. Yowzer. <gasps> okay, random sounds. We got we marked off random sounds. Let's just say random sounds as a oh. subject matter. Maybe. Are, are you are you talking more like withdrawal from the stimulus? There you go. Um, there you go. Now you're thinking. What are different things people do in response to pain? You cause me pain. What might I do? Cause you pain back. Okay. Possible. If, uh, if you're acting up. in the role of my physician, hopefully I don't cause you pain back. Because <laughs> then that's a another oh, situation. Take, take medicine. Something causes you pain. You run away. You get away from that pain. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Stop the pain. Okay, let's go back to your first answer of things that might come out of your mouth. You swear. Hey, now we're thinking. You swear. Well, study might find that there's something to that. A new study finds that dropping the F-bomb increases pain tolerance by a third. That's Wait, right. So if you are experiencing 9 out of 10 pain and you drop the F-bomb, you might as well be dropping your pain to 6 out of 10 instead. Well, no, I think it increases your – you can increase it by a third. You can go to 12 out of 10. Wow. And it feels like a 9 out of 10 to you. Sure. You can go that way too. A new study finds that swearing when injured has a measurable effect on pain tolerance. In fact, dropping the F-bomb specifically when in pain increases tolerance by up to 33%. So this is a study of language and psychology experts from the U.K., and they based this off a study that was done in 2009 by a guy named uh, Dr. Richard Stevens of Keele University. And he's the one who found that swearing can increase pain tolerance for a short time. Well, this new study took that to another level. 
they wanted to see if there's something specifically about swearing or just saying something out loud that helps. Specifically, if you actually use an accepted swear word or if you use a made-up swear word, which they made up two of them. Uh, these they made up swear words? <clears throat> apparently. Uh, these two are Twizpipe and I'm not sure if this is Fouch, 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 F-O-U-C-H. I really don't know how they pronounce that. Um, they had people use those two words <laughs> just let it out just go it's a lot easier for me to edit it we just have a long period of laughing <laughs> this is why we oh, can't sorry. have nice things sorry sorry in this study they s- took a person submerged their hand in ice water and some of them used the uh, made up swear words and some people used the real things and they see how uh, how the people rated their pain by the way a little side note on this slang has upwards of a thousand swear words really I had no idea I bet I couldn't say a thousand swear words if I tried I'm I bet you think I put 12 you, Exactly. I bet you couldn't say more than 10. I can get 12. <laughs> Start. <laughs> one. That's the only one I got. I thought we were going to go in a circle. Oh. Um. Crap. Oh, that was my next one. Uh, can I use part of, like, can I call f- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's got to be one of them if you, they're counting Because I, I can put, okay. I can put before a lot of them. Oh, okay. yeah. Dark. And that's going to, yeah. Oh, gosh. You already said No. Did I? I said I said, No. You. Dumbass. <laughs> okay, we can get more than 12. Point proven. <laughs> well but then, a thousand is another category. <laughs> yeah, no, a thousand, I couldn't get to a thousand. Um, yeah, I had no idea there was a thousand. Wow. So what they found in the study is that the people that use these made-up swear words, a twiz pipe and a foosh, did not have increased pain tolerance compared to the ones that went straight after the F-bomb. They actually reported decreased pain. Hmm. They think, now they, they, they admit in here, that they don't know 100% why that happens, but they think that there is an emotional connection to strong words like the the F-bomb that somehow short circuits the pain, I guess makes your brain pay more attention to that than than the pain going on, which increases your tolerance. Interesting, yeah. So I'd like to direct your guys' attention to the cup of ice water that is sitting next to you. We're good, try. Maddie. Yes. What? Okay, so we're going to do this at the same time. Ready? Dude, we're going to stick what? our hands in the ice water. Okay. And we're and we're <laughs> you're first going to say twizpipe and see if it helps any. 
We're gonna wait 10 seconds. And then we're gonna drop the F-bomb. And see if it helps any. Is this how this study was done? I, okay. I, I feel like we should be like stabbing a knife into our fingers. And then we'll get a Sure, you can. Tag. I'm gonna stick with the water. You go ahead and do that. Okay. Okay. Put it in. <laughs> stick it in. Go. Well, that's cold. Twiz pipe. Mm, twiz pipe. Twiz pipe. That didn't help at all. Twiz pipe. Still, it, it's still cold. It's burning. <laughs> oh, that's better. All right. It's so cold. These researchers are morons. Never mind. So cold. Frostbite. I can't feel my fingers. Good thing it's summer in Arizona. Can we take like five minute break and go outside? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was an interesting idea. Yeah, that I, uh, I I never thought about um, that having an impact on pain before. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you you wonder why. Um, swear words are used so much, especially in like sports, you know, if you do something wrong, your first inclination is to say, or, uh, Sean, that was a fantastic article that of the three, that was probably the best one we've had today. Two. We only had two articles today. The third one was a question about if someone should buy a massage chair or not. This is this is my time for free advice from two doctors. Have to utilize it to the best ability. You did. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another riveting episode of the Doctor Goose Podcast. I have no clue what's coming up next. Thank you for listening to the Doc Doc Goose podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a review to help others discover us. Visit our website at www.ddgpodcast.com to read the show notes, blogs, view videos, and interact with the cast. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the DDG Podcast. If you have an Apple device, you can easily access the podcast by saying, Hey Siri, play the Doc Doc Goose podcast. Goose podcast.